Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what? I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. Whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start. And I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Whitfield Report, coming to you on this uh, rare Tuesday, and I want to thank you so much for joining me. Yes, folks, it's uh, it's rare that I do a uh, Tuesday edition of the show. Usually I post uh, episodes on Thursdays and, you know, Saturdays, that's when I do the live show. Um, I usually don't do shows, you know, on Tuesdays, um, but because I had finals, uh, you know, or I guess midterm exams, uh, you know, last week I wasn't able to do the Thursday show and, uh, you know, I, I feel like I've kind of been behind a little bit on content, so... I, uh, I wanted to just do kind of a, a short, uh, you know, episode for you guys and, uh, you know, just give you guys some extra content so you guys will be getting uh, three shows this week. Uh, you know, today's show, Thursday's show, and then Saturday's show, of course. Um, so first off, I want to thank everyone who tuned in to the... Uh, podcast on Saturday, whether it was live or, uh, you know, on demand, whether you watched on YouTube or, uh, listened to, I want to thank everyone who, uh, so far has tuned into the, uh, you know, podcast I did with my friend, uh, Jimmy, aka, uh, Hajim. And, uh, you know, talking with Jimmy was, uh, really great. And for those of you who, uh, have tuned in and, uh, 
you know, or we're, or we're watching that live stream, um, you guys were a big part of uh, Whitfield Report history and, uh, you know, my personal history as a podcast because that's the first time that I've actually had uh, someone from the UK on my show before. And, uh, you know, I've, I actually have a pretty good amount of, uh, listeners from the UK. Like I, I think, I think 5% of my listeners from, uh, I think 5% of my listening audience is actually from the UK, which when you consider what this podcast is, you know, it's kind of like a conservative, you know, political, uh, you know, podcast. Granted, I've gotten a lot more into pop culture and whatnot, but when you consider what this podcast is, and also the fact that, you know, I, I'm still on the smaller scale compared to like, you know, someone like Joe Rogan or, you know, uh, Adam Carolla or, you know, definitely someone with a bigger, you know, branded name than I am. Uh, when you consider, you know, that 5% of my listening audience is actually from, from the UK, that's actually, uh, you know, a pretty big deal, at least to me. So, uh, you know, I've, I know I have listeners from the UK before, but this was my first actual, uh, guest, you know, from the UK, Jimmy, and, uh, you know, he just makes great content, and, uh, we covered a lot, we, uh, you know, we covered a lot of ground on a lot of various topics, it's, uh, you know, it's a two hour and 30 minute podcast, and, uh, you know, I realized that that's a little long and then tooth for some of you guys. And, uh, you know, believe me, I usually don't do two hour and 30, 30 minute podcasts. I try to always keep them to around like an hour and 45. But I also don't like to restrain myself to that either because if you're covering a topic, you know, or having like a guest on, that requires more than that, you know, um, I, I just tend to like to kind of keep the conversation, you know, flowing and, uh, natural. I mean, I've had podcasts, you know, with Ryan, I think my, one of my podcasts with Ryan, not the latest one I did, but the one before that, that was, uh, over, you know, that was four hours long total, you know, and then I've had ones with, uh, you know, uh, John Arcade and, you know, a couple of those guys during the whole Owen Benjamin thing that have gone, uh, you know, three hours long just because there was a lot of information. So I don't, you know, I don't like to constrain myself to time on it, but, you know, in general, I always like to try and keep the podcast to an hour, 45 minutes max. Um, you know, and then today's podcast, I promise you will be a lot, uh, shorter for sure than the, uh, one I did with Jimmy. Uh, but once again, I just want to thank everyone who, uh, supported, you know, that podcast and who has listened to it and given, uh, me feedback. I really appreciate it. It's gotten a lot of, uh, you know, plays already considering that, 
it's not even a you know a full week old yet. Usually I, you know, I don't really look at the total number number of you know plays or you know downloads until the end of you know the following week for an episode. But you know I I did check the stats for the episode and uh, I'm already amazed at how many downloads it's received. I don't want to go you know, into particulars, but it's a lot more than I initially thought we would get, you know, in the first couple days. So that's always encouraging, and thank you, uh, you know, very much for uh, supporting this show as always, and, you know, also for uh, supporting Jimmy. I see that he, you know, got a couple more subscribers to his channel, which really, you know, I know he really appreciates that. He's sent over some of his subscribers to me, so I really appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, you know, I'm all about, you know, trying to just make a, a, a good community of, you know, podcasters and content creators and just kind of help each other, you know, and keep pushing out quality content. So, um, you know... Um, at any rate, I do want to, uh, cover, uh, a topic that has been in the news, uh, over the weekend. This was, you know, something that broke over the weekend, and I kind of touched on it with, uh, Jimmy a little bit, but because we were so focused on what's going on, uh, over in the UK... You know, and since it was his first time on, I mean, we covered a little bit, but we didn't go, you know, quite into depth into what happened. Um, so, uh, the New York Times has apparently labeled uh, Tulsi Gabbard uh, a Russian agent, and you know, accused her of being, like, a Russian plant, and also, like, tying her to right-wing extremism somehow. Now, keep in mind that this is a, uh, you know, this is a Democrat candidate that we're talking about here, and yet the left has already, you know, gone after her, and then Hillary Clinton pretty much jumped on the bandwagon, also going after, uh, you know, Tulsi a bit, which, you know, I find that, I find that fascinating, and that kind of has to be a badge of honor, you know, for, for Tulsi, too, to be, uh, you know, to be, uh, you know, called out by Hillary Clinton, and, uh, I thought Tulsi's response was great, you know, calling, uh, you know, Hillary, the, the queen of the warmongers, uh, because it's, it's true. Hillary is, Hillary is the, the queen of the warmongers. And, you know, look, you guys know my, uh, position on the military. I'm not as, li I'm not as libertarian, uh, you know, as some of, uh, as some other people would perhaps like me to be when it comes to, you know, military policy. I do believe in a strong military. I do believe that we should have a strong, you know, fighting force. I'm uh, by no means 
an isolationist, but I'm not really like a neocon, you know, Warhawk conservative either. I'm kind of like, you know, let's have a strong military. Let's make sure that, that you know, that they're in tip top shape to, you know, to fuck someone up if, you know, we need to in, you know, self-defense or if they're threatening our interests, but let's not, you know, start any major uh, conflicts either. And I, I've always kind of been that way. Um, Hillary definitely is a war, a war hawk. And, uh, you know, like, and she's, you know, she's pretty far to the left and she's a lot more of a war hawk than actually a lot of, you know, Republicans I know, I know are. It's actually pretty interesting. And, uh, I've said before that I believe that that's because, you know, like who knows how many deals she did when the, uh, you know, when the Clinton Foundation was running, pay for, uh, you know, pay for play, you know, Hillary, Hillary and like a shady, uh, you know, like espionage spy movie, like she would be the perfect, you know, villain, you know, for something like a political thriller because she literally is this shadowy, you know, backroom dealing figure, um, you know, she was partially responsible for the uh, Arab Spring, which, you know, we all know how that turned out. That turned out super well. Not, um, you know, and I mean, I know that a lot of Republicans say that Obama created ISIS, but let's be serious. Uh, you know, Hillary uh, had, you know, more of a direct hand, hand in that, I guess. Um, my overall point, though, is that Hillary is now, uh, targeting Tulsi Gabbard, uh, and trying to spear, trying to smear her, as is the mainstream media, and, uh, whatnot, because here's my take on Tulsi, I guess, if we can get into that. And I know I'm kind of jumping around. I'm kind of doing this off the cuff. Um, I've said before that, you know, I, I don't really... Tulsi is, you know, still too liberal in many areas for me to vote for, for sure. But I've said before, and I'll say this again, that I think the reason why... I and so many other, you know, conservative, uh, libertarian, conservatives and libertarians don't necessarily mind, you know, Tulsi and somewhat like her is because she's the type of Democrat where she's actually going to sit down and explain her, uh, you know, viewpoint in like a rational, um, you know, manner. She's not uh, as radical, perhaps, in her, uh, you know, rhetoric, even on, like, things like economics as, say, Bernie Sanders, and I don't think she's as much of a socialist as, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders either. Yeah, she, you know, she does want bigger government increases, but, you know, overall, like, like, she's not as radical as some of the other Democrats, uh, you know, at least in her, her reasoning, I don't think. Um, 
the big thing is she doesn't appear to be into identity politics at all, you know, and like that's a real uh, refreshing thing to have, you know, in the in the Democrats because pretty much, uh, you know, since like after the uh, 2012 election, the Democrat Party has just, you know, gone even more into, you know, identity politics and platitudes and, you know, social justice warrior victim culture, you know, and and all that stuff. And Tulsi seems to be the one, you know, Democrat politician who doesn't really care about the, you know, about pandering, uh, you know, doesn't mind having a, ra- a rational conversation, you know, you know about policies and, you know, procedures. She actually says things of substance, even if I don't agree with them. Um, you know, not, now as far as like her, you know, we need to, you know, end the, the massive foreign wars. Well, you know, I, I do agree with her on that to a certain extent. And I don't, you know, I think that's where, like, a lot of conservatives actually do agree with her. It doesn't mean we'll necessarily vote for her. But, you know, like, basically she's she's rational. You know, and the other thing is she she doesn't, um, you know, try and say that, you know, people on the right are all, you know, Nazis or bigots because, you know, we, because we might disagree with her. In fact... I believe that either, like, right before or during the debate, she actually made a statement, you know, kind of one of the things firing back at Hillary Clinton, and it was something like, well, I don't see my fellow Americans as uh, baskets of deplorables, even the ones that I disagree with. You know, so she seems amicable and she seems uh, reasonable, you know, even to, like, most Republicans and conservatives, like I said, who might not necessarily agree with her, but I think a lot of us would be be willing to talk to her. I certainly would. Um, you know, it's highly unlikely that she'll come on this show, but, you know, like I said, she's a lot more reasonable than a lot of the other candidates, so that's pretty much all we want in the Democrat Party right now. Uh, and I think a lot of Democrats, you know, who aren't necessarily in the political fray, you know, feel the same way uh, as well. Um, now, in regards to, you know, Hillary Clinton, there's been a lot of, you know, speculation that she may be running again. And uh, I have mixed emotions on this because on the one hand, I'm like you know, God, please, no, don't run, I, I, you know, I, I can't stand Hillary, uh, you know, just to, just to put it mildly, you know, and then on the other hand, I'm kind of like, yes, please run, please run, please be, you know, your, 
normal, crazy, you know, bitchy, manipulative self, you know, please continue to reveal yourself so that Trump will again win in 2020. Um, I've talked a little bit about how much I despot- I I don't... Here's the thing. When it comes to Hillary Clinton, I don't think that there are enough words I can use to describe how much I detest this woman. Like, I don't... You guys know me. I'm not one to, like, you know, shy away from using uh, expletive language when I feel the situation calls for it. But, like, even even the C word... You know, or even, you know, or even calling her a bitch. It's, you know, it's not enough. There, there's no word in the, uh, you know, in the English language that could really, uh, you know, encapsulate my disdain for, you know, Hillary Clinton. I, I, I believe that, like, you know, short of Adolf Hitler, you know, or, or like Mao or someone, she, I, I do believe that she is genuinely evil. Um, she is definitely genuinely, uh, corrupt. She's all about power and, uh, always has been. I, I think, you know, even more so than her, than her husband. I, I think that, you know, I think if we have to, I think, you know, if we're talking Hillary, we kind of have to talk up about, you know, Bill too. And, you know, Bill has, uh, you know, allegedly, uh, sexually assaulted multiple women. And, you know, there are, there are rumors too that, you know, some of them, some of them might even be dead and, you know, like, there are the things like, you know, corruption scandals and things like that. So neither the Clintons are uh, great. But I will say, at least Bill at least tries to, you know, I guess, be somewhat normal. Whereas, you know... Hillary, despite her best efforts, uh, you know, to try and fool people, uh, she just comes off as the, uh, you know, the tyrannical uh, career politician who wants absolute power that you would think of. Um, She is corruption incarnate. Uh, This is a woman who... Uh, laughed, you know, when Gaddafi, you know, was killed. Uh, she's blackmailed, you know, a ton of her political opponents. She's allegedly had several more of them killed. You know, just Google the Clinton body count, uh, you know, which is, again, in air quotes, alleged. Um... But still, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff, um, you know, about 
the Clintons that is just shady. And, uh, you know, if, if the rumors are true and she jumps into the, uh, you know, Democrat race and somehow winds up rigging the, uh, you know, the primary again, I guarantee you that there are going to be a lot more Democrats even more than the last time that come over to the, uh, you know, Trump train. In fact, you know, it, it, what's fascinating is there's a fair amount of people I know who I've, you know, met over the years since 2016 and, you know, who I actually uh, talk with on different, you know, social media platforms and you know, networks, a couple of them are, you know, in mutual Discord servers, too. Uh, and, they're, and they're recent cons- conservative converts, and uh, these were Bernie Sanders supporters, uh, you know, who were supporting Bernie in the 2016 election, and then, you know, Hillary absconded with the, uh, you know, primaries and forced uh, Bernie out. The Bernie supporters... Uh, you know, some of them, at least ones that I know of who are now, you know, former Bernie supporters were like, hey, you know, that's not right that she, you know, is rigging this. They did some research, uh, you know, basically fell down a rabbit hole, started doing more research and ended up ultimately rejecting socialism and whatnot because of, you know, their experience with what happened with their candidate. So... Uh, you know, thanks to both Bernie, uh, you know, and Hillary for helping get Trump elected, I guess. Um, so that's very cool. Um, and I think the reason that why Hillary, uh, attacked Tulsi Gabbard in the way that she did is particularly for the reasons I mentioned above, right? Tulsi is reasonable and she's rational as far as, you know, Democrats go and she doesn't mind having a conversation with, uh, you know, those on the right whom she may disagree with or with, you know, with the libertarians. That in old Hillary's mind is a threat, right? Because the, the Dem... The Democrat Party and the mainstream media, and this was why the New York Times attacked Tulsi as well, the Democrat Party and the mainstream media have spent so much time, uh, you know, demonizing, uh, you know, conservatives and libertarians, you know, and even, and even some moderates as being, you know, part of the alt-right are being, you know, neo-Nazis or white supremacists. And here Tulsi is saying, no, that's not true. We actually need to start a dialogue with them. Uh, you know, it's hard to demonize your enemy when you have someone in your own party, you know, humanizing them, right? So because of that, Tulsi is now part of the problem. 
and part of a, uh, you know, a, and part of like a vast right-wing conspiracy, you know, according to some leftists on Twitter. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you what, if, if she doesn't get the nomination and that's, you know, one thing, I guess that's fair, but Hillary Clinton basically shut Bernie Sanders out of the, out of the primaries. And she's been threatening to do that with uh, Tulsi, too. And, uh, you know, if that happens, I kind of hope that Tulsi will, will end up, maybe not on the, uh, you know, on the conservative right spectrum, but, uh, you know, on the liberty spectrum at the very least. And... Uh, you know, run out of ways and maybe run as like as like a candidate or day or something. Um, you know, I think that she would kind of be like an example of Reagan or you know, or even Trump, like a, a liberal who came over to the uh, you know conservative side because uh, the party's BS and the media's BS uh, simply got to be way too much. So, um, you know, it'll be, it'll be, it will be very interesting indeed to see, uh, you know, how that plays out. I, uh, you know, I'm anxious to see if, uh, you know, Hillary responds to Tulsi again or if, uh, you know, Tulsi presses Hillary more and continues calling her out. And, you know, I, I, I'm actually a bit surprised that Bernie Sanders hasn't stepped in and said anything because if if I were Bernie, I would, uh, you know, also say something like, well, yeah, you know, Hillary froze me out of the 2016 election. I don't support that either. You know, so I'm standing with uh, Tulsi against Hillary. But, you know, then again, uh, you know, Hillary may have you know, like a kill order on Bernie Sanders, where if he says anything negative, you know, he gets quote-unquote suicide in in the middle of the night. Maybe that's what that heart attack actually was, folks. We don't know. Uh, I'm kind of kidding about that last part, but not really. So, um, you know, anyway... Tulsi calling out Hillary as a, uh, you know, warmonger was great. I, uh, you know, at this point, Hillary is so unlikable. Just to give some of you, uh, you know, guys perspective on how I look at this, Hillary Clinton now is viewed, even by the Democrats, the same way that George W. Bush was viewed by the public, you know, in the, in the immediate aftermath of the 2008 financial cri- crisis and therefore of it in 2009, too. You know, the, the largely public perception was that no one liked George Bush. He was the one that got us into, into all these messes. And, you know, he's the one who messed up the economy. And, uh, you know... He certainly got blamed for some stuff that he didn't do as well by the far left. 
But, you know, like, the left absolutely demonized, you know, George Bush and called him the worst, you know, of the worst. And, uh, you know, because of that, Bush had a uh, horrible public perception for years. Hillary uh, is kind of in the same boat, except, you know, her, uh, you know, the reason why people can't stand her is because, uh, you know, unlike Bush, she's not charming and kind of, you know, homely. She's, you know, very abrasive. You can tell that she wants to be a dictator. She wants absolute, absolute power. And people, even in the Democrat Party, can't stand, can't stand her because of that. So, um... Again, I, I, you know, I mean, I guess the choice is hers, and it's the choice of the, of the Democrat Party. I, uh, I would think that you know that she would have learned her lesson after you know twenty sixteen and kind of bowed out of politics and out of public life gracefully. But it's a fun, it's a funny, uh, you know, it's a funny thing politics. I guess. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, she feels that she's owed a chance to uh, run again, uh, either because of Lewinsky Gate or uh, you know, putting up with Bill in general, or you know, or, or or who knows at this point. Uh, I can't even read that woman, but uh, regardless, I uh, I hope that Tulsi keeps, uh, you know, pushing Hillary Clinton, and I hope that, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton keeps pushing Tulsi back and, you know, driving her in, into saying, well, maybe, you know, this whole conservative libert- libertarian thing isn't so bad after all. I'm going to rethink uh, my position. Wouldn't that be great? So, uh... Anyway, those are just kind of my hot takes on this whole, uh, you know, Hillary versus, uh, you know, or I guess Tulsi versus, you know, Hillary, queen of the, uh, you know, Warhawks thing. And, uh, yeah, uh, queen of the warmongers, I get, I should say. So, uh, anyway, folks, I just wanted to cover that, and that will, you know, pretty much conclude the podcast, you know, for this uh, Tuesday afternoon. So, uh, before we go real quick, though, I do want to make a couple of uh, quick announcements uh, regarding the show. Uh, folks, at this point, I, uh, I wanted to, you know, that I am going to be looking for a, a new webcam, uh, you know, uh, so that we can do better video streams. Uh, it might not happen this year, but I'll definitely try and get like a new webcam. Uh, you know, hopefully a better quality one than the standard. You know, one I use on my MacBook. Uh, you know, to do b- better video streams. Um, you know, the one I've that I've been using isn't bad, but uh, you know, there are certainly better quality one ones out there and I really noticed that 
you know, in the comparison between my camera and Jimmy's camera on Saturday. And uh, video quality is something that I've wanted to upgrade for, you know, a while. It's just kind of been lower on the list compared to, you know, getting a better microphone and whatnot. So um, I'm going to be doing that. Um, hopefully there are some uh, good deals on uh, webcams coming around the holidays because I am on a bit of a budget. Um, you know, so hopefully I'll find something then, but, uh, you know, expect better video quality to be coming, maybe not at the beginning of, maybe not like, maybe not like right at the start of next year, but maybe like towards, you know, mid January, February on there. Um, like I said, though, hopefully I can find some good holiday, holiday deals on that. And, uh, you know, maybe get like a better deal sooner on that. Uh, also the, uh, the merch store, uh, you know, that I, that, uh, I'm doing for the Whitfield report, uh, still working on that ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, I'm going to try and get that up and running here, like in the next couple weeks or so, beginning of November, uh, I do want to launch in time for the holidays, if possible. Uh, I need to submit the new logo, and, uh, you know, that was really what was preventing us from starting it, uh, you know, over the summer. And uh, then I just got too, you know, involved with, like, school and whatnot and getting back into the swing of things with that and, you know, creating content for this show to really focus on the merch store, but I haven't forgotten about that. So I will be setting that up here, uh, you know, in the not too distant future. And that will be another good way for you guys to support the show. Um, also, it's been brought to my attention that the, that the PayPal link isn't quite working for some people, you know, to support the show. So uh, I'm, I'm looking into that right now. Everything seems to be normal on my end, so I don't know why some people aren't, uh, you know, able to process payments to me. I, I haven't gotten, like, any notice or anything like that from PayPal, you know, that I've noticed, but also I'm looking into that more in depth. Um, and also, uh, I haven't really promoted it, but I do have a Patreon page and the reason why I haven't promoted it is because I uh, I'm going to be kind of restructuring it and redoing the the tiers. Um when I first started it I didn't really know what I wanted it to be. I just kind of knew that, you know, you started a Patreon if you were a podcaster or a YouTuber and that was what you did. But uh now I have like a better idea of what I want to do, so I'm going to revamp that during the holidays, probably during, you know, the the show hiatus during the holidays. I was taken, uh, you know, get some kind of restructured the tiers. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to make those announcements for uh, right now. And uh, once again, folks, thanks for listening to the uh, podcast. I'm always uh, thankful for your support. Um, once again, thanks for coming out and supporting 
Jimmy and I, and you can uh, go support his channel uh, over on YouTube. Uh, Hodgem, H-O-D-J-U-M is the channel name. Uh, I, I did a link uh, his channel in the show notes description for the last episode. So uh, if you want, you can just go over there and find it that way. And uh, I'll be having him on again soon for Brexit. And uh, I've got a couple other guests coming up here uh, soon. So this Thursday, I've got some uh, culture stuff regarding like uh, the new Star Wars trailer and also the new Watchmen TV series that I'll be covering a bit on Thursday's podcast, you know, as well as album reviews and other stuff like that. So uh, it'll be a good week, and I want to thank you for uh, joining me. I'll be back on Thursday. Uh, Until then, have a great day, wherever you are in the uh, past, present, future hour. God bless, God save this great nation, and uh, God freedom legacy in that order. Thank you so very much for listening to the Whitfield Report. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. God bless. Hey there, folks. If you've made it this far to the end of the podcast, I'd like to thank you very much for listening to the show. You are the ones that make it possible for me to uh, make an income from podcasting, and I greatly appreciate that just by listening to our show. You are helping us gain ad revenue. However, if you would really like to uh, help support the show, I encourage you to please donate to the podcast and become a supporter of the show. You can head over to anchor.fm forward slash Whitfield Report and click the support this podcast button and uh, choose the amount that suits you to support the show. Or you can click the link in the show notes and it will directly uh, take you to that page. If you can support the podcast, I really, really appreciate that. Anything that you can do to uh, help out is greatly appreciated. Even if you can't afford to uh, help financially support the podcast, I encourage you to please go on iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and please leave this podcast a positive five-star review. That really helps us out here at the Whitfield Report. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next episode.